Did you grow up and be the favorite child? Like the child that everybody loved, the, the a child that grew up and could do no wrong. The child that was perfect in every single way. Maybe you've experienced, maybe you've seen it, maybe you've been that person, maybe the other person was someone else in your life. And you realize, wait a second, that person, like nothing they do is wrong. No matter what they do, they always say like, oh, like they're just the best at it. You might have experienced the golden child syndrome where the parents and the familial system that people get brought up in view that person as being the golden child where nothing can happen, nothing can go wrong. And oftentimes you'll see in the dynamic, the ones that we've been looking at for the past couple days, we talked about scapegoat um, the other day. We also talked about, um, what was the other one? Flying monkeys. And then today I wanna to talk about golden child. Later tonight, we're gonna to talk about uh, hero caretaker. But these are different roles that happen in the narcissistic family household that make sometimes those dynamics very confusing, that make those dynamics hard for people to get out of, that make those dynamics confusing because one's getting thrown down, one's getting built up, others are moving around, helping, fixing, being codependent, trying to solve problems, all different types of things. And that golden child can be really confusing at times because you're like, wait a second, like they're not doing everything right, but the parents or the household view them as doing everything right. Was that you? Or did you know someone that was like that? If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations. I am a self-aware narcissist. And I'm on this channel, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, dropping nuggets of truth every single day to try to help people understand what narcissism is, how it looks. Past couple of days, like we're talking about it in the family household, like how it breaks down. And being able to see this helps people understand that they're not crazy or the things that they have been through help them understand like, hey, this is actually something that happened to me. Sometimes people go through these familial systems and they grow up and they start learning about themselves and they start realizing like, hey, they've got self-confidence issues or self-doubt or all these different things that stem from their childhood. And they're like, wait a second, like this was me. Like I didn't realize that this is what I went through because when you go through it, you don't have anything else to put in perspective. When you, when you grow up in a family system, you don't have anything else to say, hey, this is different than the norm, or this is different than how another family interacts, or this is different than a loving perspective versus a controlling perspective, and vice versa. And it goes back and forth where people start getting confused about who they actually are, what actually develops them. We've got a unique opportunity coming up that I wanted to just pop up real quick and be able to talk to you about, and that's to be able to participate with me with the Wake Up Warrior Challenge. It's coming up here July 10th to August 10th, and it's an opportunity for you to engage with other people, to be able to level up, to be able to take back your power, and to be able to grow in different aspects of life. We're not just talking business. We're talking how do you treat your body? How do you work on your relationship? How do you meditate with God or higher power to be able to focus on you, to be able to work on your self-growth? I think a lot of things that people slack off and don't invest in is themselves. You'll see people put thousands of dollars into business. You'll see them put thousands of dollars into image or into homes or into families or all these different things, and they forget the core of that. They forget the self-care. Would you look into that? rawmotivations.com slash warrior and see, will you look into your self-care? Will you look into you taking back your power, growing and changing, becoming a different person, a new person?
based on how you're going to live, based on how you're going to excel your life, your growth, your health, your strength. We do that on a day-to-day basis, dropping truth on different platforms. We do that on a week-to-week basis, communicating with lives. We have live events Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Eastern time with myself and mental healness, Lee Hammock, answering questions, talking through different things. We do it on Thursday nights on all platforms from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. to be able to talk through, answer questions, be able to help give you clarity to be able to help wake you up. Some of those nights, like we're bringing the fire. We're saying, hey, this is what it is. Because people have to know. They have to build their awareness so they understand what they're dealing with. So they're dealing with these narcissistic personalities and they understand, hey, I can take back my power and I can grow and I can change. We're also live in the NARC app in a secure platform so that people can come on screen, they can share their stories, they can walk through stuff that they're struggling with, and they can find healing, growth, and change in that community. Be able to get advice from other people, be able to track your no contact, be able to write down and record your truth, be able to get advice from other people that are going through the same stuff or have gone through the same stuff as you and take back your power. We'd love to have you interact on there. Go to Apple Store or Google Play, download the NARC app, N-A-R-C, NARC. Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC, and join a community. As of right now, there's over 3,300 people that have joined. Will you be the next person to join? Help encourage others, help grow yourself. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. As we're talking about narcissistic families and the narcissistic household, we touched on the past two days. We touched on the scapegoat and also the flying monkeys, how that looks inside the household, how that looks outside the household a little bit. But today I want to talk to you about the golden child. And I want to read you a little bit, a little example, and then a little bit about it in this book that we've been going through, The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. The example I want to read you says, Nate was the golden child who got in trouble at school but was excused by his father who said he was just a spirited boy's boy. At home, Nate always picked on his scapegoated little brother, William, with whom he shared a bedroom. When Nate was 12 and William 7, he would beat William in places under his clothes where people couldn't see. Sometimes the boy's parents noticed William's bruises and said he was clumsy. William begged his mother to let him sleep with her, but his father would become infuriated and send him away saying he was a mama's boy. When William finally told his parents about Nate's abuse, his father excused it away. Oftentimes it gets excused away when in that family system there is someone that is the golden child. The golden child is a family favorite on whom special attention, praise, and privilege are bestowed. Narcissists project that what they want to believe about themselves onto the idealized offspring and engulf the child's identity into their own. Children put in this role are typically pressured to excel and fulfill outward appearances of success for the family. They may also be spoiled, infantilized, infantilized, sorry, 
and or shielded from the harsh treatment others get. Did you catch part of that? Like literally, like the golden child is being engulfed, like their identity is being engulfed. I thought that was a really great way to put it. It says their idealized offspring and engulf the child's identity into their own. A lot of times a narcissistic parent, when they're viewing a golden child, is trying to vicariously live through that person, like saying, this is who I am. This is the person that is making me the person that I am today. This is the person I identify with because I don't want to admit that I was bad at this growing up or that I had this problem or that I had this guilt or I had this shame and they're projecting that onto the other kid because they want that person to succeed so that they look better. Oftentimes those people are pressured. The golden golden childs are pressured so much that they are the image of the family. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget like our family name. Don't forget that what we have to do. You'll see sometimes this be like generational. Of like, hey, you have to achieve this. You have to do this. You have to go to this college. You have to accomplish this. You have to go to this career, whatever it might be. Favored children experience a complex mixture of emotions. They may feel confusion and guilt about the favoritism they receive compared with the unwarranted abuse of other family members. They're likely to feel burdened with a sense of responsibility to manage and appease the narcissistic parent while being afraid that the parent will turn on them or hurt their other parent or siblings. They may love and admire sisters and brothers and feel rejected and isolated because their siblings have withdrawn from them. Or they may internalize the family values and adopt their parents' narcissism, including hostility towards the scapegoat. Because sometimes in the in the parent's household, in the narcissistic parent household, you have the enabling parent, you have the controlling parent, but you have those parents that if they're enabling the golden child, sometimes that ego takes off even more and they become narcissistic. They start to adapt some of those traits. The privileged status of favored children can make them smug and superior, but also insecure about their real worth outside the family. As objects of idealized attention, they may struggle with confusing dualities of arrogance and guilt perfectionism and self-sabotage, exaggerated power and helplessness, and underlying imposter syndrome. Oftentimes, just like other kids brought up in a narcissistic household, the golden child won't know who they are. They just know who they're supposed to be, and if they conform to that image, then they will be okay. Then their identity is secure. Then they're not going to get abused. They often have trouble individualizing from the dominant narcissistic parent an adulthood establishing authentic identities of their own and intimacy with others. Sometimes golden children come out of denial and confront the family dysfunction if they become scapegoated by their parents or if their partner and or children are scapegoated. A willingness to acknowledge and separate from the family dysfunction is crucial for the golden child to break the cycle and form balanced and fulfilling relationships in adulthood. Did you notice that like even like in a book like this, when it's talking about it from the children's perspective, it says it's crucial to break the cycle. And a lot of times breaking the cycle is getting out. Saying, hey, I'm no longer going to adhere to this. I'm no longer going to accept this. And to be able to grow, heal, and change. Like this is what I say on a day-to-day basis when we're talking about narcissism, when we're talking about dealing with a narcissist, whether you're the child and your parents are the narcissist, whether it's a spouse, whether it's an ex, like whether it's a friend or a coworker, like there's a lot of times when you have to go no contact for your sanity, for your growth, for your healing, for your change. If you don't do it, then a lot of times it's just like you're ripping the band-aid off multiple times a day, then it's not getting a chance to heal. It's not getting a chance for that wound to slowly scab over and then completely heal. 
If you're in a relationship and you're not getting out and you're staying in there or you're out of the relationship but you're still in contact, you're not letting yourself heal, grow, and change. I hope you make that decision today. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.